Yo, yo, yo. Episode three of the Win Loser Tie Podcast. Welcome, everybody. We are a proud member of Let Me Know Productions. Shout out to Pick Four Podcasts. Haven't said that with Lady Griffith Podcast. Those are my boys. You made it to episode three. If you joined me last week, we had David Collier on. We told a lot of funny stories about Bob Knight, about me announcing my poker hand, about um, what else did we bring up? Uh, Vinny Benzetta getting a 17 on 17, a raw source. But go back and listen to that if you want, if you need to. It was a lot of fun. But today's a very special episode. I've got the one and the only Mr. Avery Benson, Texas Tech basketball player, here in the house today. Avery Man, I'm so happy that you're here and decided to come to do the Win, Loser, Top podcast. Man, I'm happy to be here. Um, for y'all that don't know, I'm uh, very good family friends with the Buchanan's, and this one is special to me, too, because this is my Uncle Ty. If you don't believe it, I'm saying it here now. This is my Uncle Ty. Uh, you know, I'm happy to be here, excited. Um, I don't know what kind of guy Uncle Ty is, and I'm, I'm ready to get this thing rolling. Yeah, buddy. Dang. That's all. That's all I needed. You're done. That's it. <laughs> so, oh, man. So, um, well, Coach Beard, huh? Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, I hurt just like everybody else with it. You know, he's still one of my best friends. You know, I would drive down to Austin right now for him and, you know, whoop somebody's ass. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things, uh, four years ago, um, you know, he took a chance on a kid that uh, wasn't wasn't polished off by any by any means. Um, had a lot of work. Was actually very very skinny at that time. Um, and so, you know, he, he believed in me all the way. Uh, I know some of y'all probably are thinking that this, you know, that I'm a traitor in some sort, talking highly of him. But that's my guy. I give him the shirt off my back. I love that dude. But same with Coach Adams. He's been here since day one, too. I love him. You know, I'm so happy he got the job. I believe he'll do a, a phenomenal job uh, in the position he's in. You know, he's, he's a coach. He's won everywhere. Uh, he's head coach, assistant coach that. Um, he's a defense guru. Uh, he's, yeah. a, he's a madman. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll do a drill. I'm like, what is going on here? And then he'll put all the drills that we, you know, just don't know what's going on really together. And then we have his number one defense. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's, uh, you know, that's going to be huge. And, um, well, I mean, he, he's not that good. I know his daughter, Abby, a little bit. Yeah. And I'm friends with friends. With friends. I mean, she got married. Yes. So he, didn't, he didn't D that up. He didn't get the kicked out of happen. No, he, uh, <laughs> so I, I've known Abby. I actually went to the wedding. Uh, yeah. It was awesome, beautiful here in Lubbock. Um, you know, great man, great guy. Uh, very sharp, very good-looking dude. Um, <laughs> yeah. And they actually have a kid now. So, yeah, they do. So right. when we call Coach Adams' grandpa, it's not just a joke. It's yeah, the truth it really now. Is. Yeah, exactly. So, well, hey, I want to uh, – uh, let's talk about your just your origin story real quick. Let's go from the beginning. So – uh, from Arkansas, like what town was it? Uh, my parents reside in Springdale, Arkansas. Springdale, Arkansas. That's right. Okay, so I mean, I know we've you know I've known you. I know you real well. We've talked several times, but 
So what the folks don't may not know at home or the folks listening is uh, your stud basketball player in high school, you play, and how close were you to not playing basketball? Like you were one step away from joining the Army or something like that. Yeah, so um, in high school, you know, I was about the same height, 6'3", 6'4", and right now I weigh about 195, and that's, that's you know, that's pretty good. Yeah. I like to gain a little bit. Um, but at the time in high school, I was about 165 soaking wet. I mean, I was a skinny dude. And, uh, so a lot of people don't know, I went to three different high schools. And each time I went bigger. So I started out at, uh, in Arkansas, we have seven classifications. In Texas, you have six. And, uh, started out in like a 5A. And then I went to seven. I went to the biggest there was. My graduating class was like 800. Huge. Wow. Yeah, huge. And then, so I went to the small, the small school just my freshman year. And then my sophomore and junior year, I went to a really, really big um, Arkansas high school, Springdale Harbor and Salem Springs. And then, or Salem Springs first and then Springdale Harbor. And then my senior year, I went to a prep school. So I played yeah. on a more uh, national level kind of deal. We traveled into multiple states. Texas a lot, and uh, you know I was at that point I was just chasing exposure, trying to fulfill my dream yeah. from when I was a little kid. Yeah, and um, you know my dream was D one basketball, and you know every kid's dream sure. is like North Carolina, can't like the, the the legends, the legendary colleges, and you know I, I'm a very realistic person. I just chasing the D1 dream and it never really like the last domino never fell like I was in contact with a bunch of schools and you know it was they were taking a chance it wasn't like this guy's a for sure you know go ahead guy you know not taking away from you know that I could play ball that you know I could pass classes good students stay out of trouble it was just the fact that you know I was a little little dude kind of a little scrawny dude from Arkansas Yeah, yeah that's all it was at the time so, yeah, and, and oh, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, and so the prep school I went to was in Little Rock, Arkansas, which was right down the street from Coach Beard's, you know, start to his D1 coaching journey. So he offered me, and, you know, I love Coach Beard from the time, you know, I met him, him Coach Bird, Coach Adams. They were all Little Rock dudes. Yeah. And – Got to know them, got to watch a couple games, watch the way they play. You know, just hard-nosed basketball. And so I was like, man, like, right now, like, if I'm playing basketball, that is it. You know, that's where I belong. That's that's the kind of team, the kind of coach that I need to play for. Right. And so, you know, and I was still chasing the big, you know, the big dream, the Kansas, the, you know, Oklahoma, you know, whoever, you know, had interest. And, uh. You know, it just didn't, it didn't click. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a red-blooded American. I'm very proud of where I come from, folks. Don't get that wrong. So the military has always been um, something that has appealed to me. Yeah. And, you know, I got family members that do it. I got a cousin that last week just finished up mm-hmm. boot camp for the Marines. And, you know, he's as happy as he's ever been. I'm so proud of him. But, you know... From a small age, my dad's always talked about pride, and there's nothing more yeah. prideful than serving your country in my mind. 
And so that was something that always appeared, appealed to me. And so when Coach Beard left Little Rock yeah. and went to UNLV, I was like, oh, man, you know, that was that was my set-in-stone basketball path. And as an 18-year-old kid from Arkansas, in my mind, Las Vegas was not the first destination he needed to be at. <laughs> right right out of high school, yeah. first time, you know, yeah. on his own. Right. Las Vegas is an awesome place. Sure. I've been there a lot of times. Awesome fun. Yeah. But there's a lot of problems, like a lot of situations you can get in Vegas and get in some deep trouble. And I was like, man, I just don't know about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, but that's one of those things where he would have taken you in, in Las Vegas. He would have taken you, he, you with him. I, I mean, we, me and him have never had that conversation. Right. Because if he would have been like, Avery, I don't know, I'd be like, man, coach. But, you know, we've never had that conversation. And so when he took the Texas Tech job, he called me up, and I was, you know, pretty set on, you know, kind of just hanging them up. Yeah. And he was like, hey, he's like, come to Lubbock, you know, come see it, you know. And he's like, this is what I can do for you. Now, a walk-on spot, you know, it's, it's, it's technically called a PWO. Preferred walk-on. Preferred walk-on. Yeah, yeah. And so I came down and, you know, fell in love with, the, with Lubbock. And Have you ever been here before? No. Okay. And so, you know, on the way home, we were actually going to Dallas because I had an aunt that lived in Dallas and we'd cut the trip in half. And uh, on the way home, my dad was like, well, what'd you think? I was like, well, I need to start shooting basketball again and dribbling. And, oh, yeah. yeah and, uh, and, you know, I'll tell Coach I'm coming. And so I called him up in the car about halfway to Dallas and said, Coach, how do I enroll and what do I do? Nice. And, you know, that's about yeah. it. But, I mean, you, the Army was really not on your radar. I mean, no, yeah. I mean, it's it's something that, you know, I think, you know, everyone, you know, probably shouldn't do, but should think about doing, you know, because it's, you know. It's well, like, your country. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the, you know, it's the most selfless thing I think you can do. Yeah. You know, yeah, as, as, just a, as just a walking American, you yeah, know. Right. I, yeah, that's. It is. It's one of the most horrible things yeah. you can do, but it's just funny how you were almost there, and now you're here. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, so okay, so you get to tech. You're still a walk on, fur walk on, right? I remember you redshirted. Yes. Yeah. So, and, so uh, and I just want to talk about that for a second because that's when I met you. Okay, I remember coming to Thanksgiving, and you, you're. I remember Zyler or Jet. I can't remember. They said, "Hey, Avery Benson's going to be here. He plays basketball at Tech," and I went, "Okay." And I mean, yeah, whatever. It's the first time I met you. I remember walking in the door, and I, you were like, hey, I'm Avery Benson. And I went, shit. They don't play basketball at Tech. They're, they're bullshit, you know? Yeah. And, but then I got to talk to you, and we sat down, and dude, I mean, you know, we hit it off the ground with that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, but and it was because you were. You were just railed in, and, but, and you know, you had the little buzz cut. And it just wasn't <laughs> what I was, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't what I was thinking, you know? What was I like, what I was expecting? But, but that was when you were retro, man. I remember you were sitting behind the bench, you know, like even in the tournament, yeah. all the way to the league eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was how you were That was pretty badass. Wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that 360 in the alley. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. But, uh, so, but then you just worked. But then you also worked. Again, yeah. job. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, like, on the basketball half, I redshirted because, one, I was not physically ready. 
born mentally ready. I came from, you know, a very prestigious high school league. Um, if any of y'all are basketball fans, like in my league, it was like Charles Bassey, and who was the number one player in, in the nation at the time in my grade, and maybe the year below me, I can't remember. And Shea Alexander, who plays for the Clippers now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or not the, that's where he was. Right. I think he's at the Thunder the last time I saw. Um, but, you know, they were in a like, very prestigious league. And, you know, it's still a complete different world when you step into the, the college the college game. It's faster, it's quicker, more physical. And, you know, there's a big reality check on how far yeah. I had to go when I first got here. It's an adjustment for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. the first day I got Ken Evans. Oh. <laughs> and, I mean, and, yeah, welcome to D1 basketball. Yeah, right? yeah. and I remember, you know, I, I, you know, in my personality, and it's in, in the best intentions, I'm a very good, I'm a very well-known try-hard. I mean, I, I just try hard. Sure. And that's all, that's all that I brought to the table at the time. I, I played hard. I tried hard. But the the, the intangibles that I needed gotcha. weren't there yet. Yeah. And so, you know, I sat down with all the coaches, and they said, hey, it's your decision. We're not going to make you – we're not going to make you do anything. But, you know, this is our plan for you. If you redshirt, this year gets tapped on at the end. And, you know, sure. you, you'll have another year, and you'll be a, a full-grown man at the time. And I was like, okay. Yeah, I probably need to do that. You know, talk to my parents and my family, and they're like, well, yeah. You know, because it'd be fun. You know, the travel, like, I need to travel. Right. And so they're like, you know, you get the experience to travel and everything. And so I decided to redshirt. And so, yeah, I sat behind the bench. and Yeah, but, I mean, that's still, you know, what people on the outside don't know is that you are still part of that team. Because you're there every day, and you're grinding with the dudes every day. Yeah. You know, and it's a, and that's a grind. But, so, I mean, but I, I mean, just, you know, didn't you, like, work some construction, some shit or something? Yeah, or? so, in the summer, so as a walk-on, you know, we had to pay, pay our tuition and our housing and stuff. Yeah. And I was able to get a scholarship, which, uh, like, allowed me to pay in-state tuition. It was a, there's, okay. like, yeah. there's like a, yeah, there's just, there's, there's like a rule that says if you have a scholarship of a thousand dollars or more, you can pay in Gotcha. Yeah. You, like, you and, and there's a thousand scholarships you apply for. Mm-hmm. I wish I'd have known as a kid. By the way, I did want to bring up, you know how good I was in high school because I sent you my videos. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let me tell you right now. Uh, the tornado? The black tornado. The black tornado. Yeah, that's my move, boy. That's the move. Yeah, that's my signature move. Yeah. Shout out uh, to me. Doing that. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, I would sit you because you know during quarantine, I had to bust out the VCR, play these old VCR tapes, and I started watching all the high school games I played in. And you know, I averaged almost twenty four points a game in my senior year, but that included pregame, right? Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I counted all my layups and everything in pregame. But so, like, I have every bucket I basically ever made, and then it's like in a thirty, you know, thirty second video. Like, <laughs> you know, I just sit and you're like, this is the best shit I've ever seen. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, but I know what you mean. Like, you know, that's the dream. You know, yeah. that's the, just the, and if, even get, to get on that level where you can almost have a chance to, you know. Yeah. So. And not to, you know, not to seem naive, but yeah, like practicing, you know, for a full year and not playing the games, you know, you get, you know, Ken Evans, Justin Gray, Big Tommy are abusing you every day. And then, you know, mm-hmm. 
you know, not everybody plays. That's the reality of it. There is a right. rotation. You yeah. know, if, if you're lucky, it's eight. If you have eight guys that can contribute yeah. every time they're in. Yeah, but, you know, you're one of those guys that's always been, like, ready. You know, you, you have to be ready. Yeah. Because you never go. And, you know, we'll get to, like, some of your awesome performances here in a little bit. But, um, so let's – your next year, right? So – I, what I remember you telling me is like whenever you went up to Madison Square Garden, y'all were thinking, dude. Now, if you can tell me the story, you can tell it for me, but y'all were practicing that week. And I believe it was you and Parker Hicks, I'm not sure, but one of you had to be RJ Barrett, and the other one had to be Zion. Oh, no. Andrew Soros. Oh, Andrew Soros. It had to be Zion. Yes. <laughs> and in practice. So he had to pretend like he was Zion. Yeah. In practice. Yeah. And I remember something happened. And Andrew ended up, like, kind of upper area of the lane. Yes. And he jumps up and acts like he's tomahawking it and just slams it in the ground. Into the middle of the paint. Yeah, in the middle of the paint. And, um, Did you laugh? Oh, dude, I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop laughing, like, in the middle of practice. And uh, one of our coaches was like, even though it's Andrew, like, that like that will happen if, you know, he lets on. I mean, everyone knows his capabilities. Yes. Yeah. And he's like, it will happen. You yeah. get dunked on. <laughs> oh, I mean, it was it was one of the funniest things I've seen in a long time. Yeah, I mean, I, I had to I had to step off the court yeah. and, and gather gather myself. Yeah, and it was like, you think it's funny? You think it's funny to get dunked on? I was like, I'm losing. That's so funny. Uh, another thing. So, but you guys go up there, and man, I hope this cracker didn't come through online. If it is, I can't even think about it. So sorry, but maybe it's just my headphones. I hope. Anyway, uh, you go up there and you didn't stick out like a sore thumb or anything up in New York, did you? Maybe a little bit. <laughs> I love it, man. You wore your cowboy hat and everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, not, that you, not that you wouldn't. You wear it everywhere. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's your thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, I guess New York doesn't see very many cowboy hats. Um, not real ones, anyway. Yeah, not real ones. Uh, yeah, so, like, we're, you know, as a team, we go do stuff. Um, yeah. Go eat at kind of, like, well-known restaurants, you know, indulge in, in kind of the, the culture that we don't get to, yeah. you know, in Lubbock that we get to, absolutely, yeah. you know, be in. You know, we go to uh, Times Square, and I and I enjoyed every minute of it, but it is not my cup of tea. <laughs> Everything is moving. I feel like the buildings have are on like a on a on wheels and they're yeah. just going on forever. Yeah. And, it's the and, and the, day. Yeah, and the people there's no southern hospitality. Right. And there's no sweet tea. I, that is something that I I was upset about. Yeah. Um, you know, they're like, We can get you unsweet and you can put sweetener. I was like, that's not the same thing. Yeah. You know, we, we gotta you gotta you gotta heat the sugar up into it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's not the same thing. You're right. Yeah, not I'm not a sweet tea guy myself. I like just unsweet tea, but I get it. You know, if, if you were to get it somewhere else out there, it does. It's yeah. Like, I always been jack with it. Like, like sweet and low and sweet tea is it, it, it's not the same. Or they want to put like you know some sort of a dragon fruit in it, or it make it all fruity and shit. And I'm like, nah, don't don't mess up my tea. Just yeah, you know. But uh, but that's funny, man. But then so later that year, because I want to talk about this, Baylor comes to town. All right. I think yeah. it was Baylor. The dunk, yes. right? Yeah. Baylor at home. At home. Yes. Yes. And you guys are 
beating that ass, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a beatdown. Mm-hmm. And then towards the end of the game, you're in. And it was towards the end, there was, was less than thirty seconds left in the game. It wasn't towards the end. It was, gotta, it, there was no have, shot clock left yeah. at, at the free throw rebound. Okay, so there was a free throw. Baylor missed it, and so you. I think that is it Andrew or was it Parker? It was Andrew. Andrew it was Andrew Sorrells again. Okay, Andrew Sorrells, but he's getting a lot of love here. He gets a rebound. Well, no, no so he doesn't get the rebound at at the free throw line. We're standing there, and they're shooting a the free throw. So we're about to get three now. And a coach on the Baylor sideline was like, hey, keep playing press. Oh, so the Baylor coach was hollered that. Yeah, like the press. press. Yeah, okay. And me and Andrew are on the top spots in the free throw lane. And I look at him, and he's like, hey, we're playing then. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, like let's, let's, let's go get a bucket. Right. And so they throw that press on us, and we give it to Josh and Ball at half court. And he was our, <laughs> he was our big man yeah. at the time. Right. And, uh. Andrew gets it back, and it's just a two-on-one, and I'm on the other side. And, I mean, it wasn't all Andrew. I called for it, but he threw it. It is a 50-50 deal. He didn't didn't have to throw it, but if he throws it, I'm going up and getting it. Right. One hand washes the other in that situation. Yes, for sure. I mean, it's straight down the middle. It was both of our our situations, not calls. Situations. And then the rest is history. Yeah, I mean, you caught the alley-oop, and... I've watched it a million times. You need a YouTube if folks get to see. But you catch that alley and you dunk the shit out of it. Like you get you. It's I mean it's awesome. And I mean since I know you, I remember I was going nuts. I believe I was at Nick's Sports Bar. Uh, this is the spot. This was well, the spot. It's not open anymore. But rest in peace, Nick's Sports Bar. But uh, uh, I remember just going nuts. I was like. Avery Benson, that's my son. I always yelled at you. Yeah. I'm like, that's my son. Really, you're my nephew. But I was like, that's my son. I'm all fired up. But, oh, my gosh. You can see Beard was so mad. In, in the oh. middle of the play, he saw it happening and yeah. was like, no. Yeah. And thank God you weren't the closest to him. Yeah, Andrew was. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he grabbed Andrew and took him right to Scott Drew. Yes. And they apologize. Yes. Right? So in the end, how did that happen? So what was the act- after the game? What was that like? <laughs> oh man! I mean, me and Coach basically had a one-on-one come to Jesus meeting, um, and at, by the end of it, I had apologized to Scott Drew too. Um, uh-huh. And and okay, and apologize. I mean, like we didn't do it. As a big screw you, no, but it, but I get it. Though. The, the the probably the the more uh, textbook sportsmanship yeah. scenario is Andrew pulls it out. Uh, understandable, one hundred percent. Yes, but you gotta remember. Yeah, you guys don't get to play that much. Exactly, and they're gonna press and all that shit. So and so we just we just play. Yeah. I mean, okay. So looking back on. Oh, greatest play, greatest, greatest, greatest play of my career. I'll hang my hat on it. No, it's not. Beats, beats, greatest single moment in my career. It beats everything. So you wouldn't trade it? I would not, I would not trade it for, you could put up anything. And I would not erase that moment in time. Right. From history. Okay. Well, I love that. Because, I mean, now it's against, you can say, you know, when I had Alan Yukdown, he gets, you know, well, they're now the national champions, you know. So yeah, yeah I mean, a couple years later. Yeah, yeah. Years later. But, so 
That but was but the next the next day, Coach Beard called me, and it was like a ten second conversation. So yeah, what's going on, Coach? Because I was kind of worried he still had some you know yeah. some more to tell me. Right. And he said they were pressing, weren't they? And I said yes, sir. He said all right, I'll see you at practice tomorrow. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like oh, thank God. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, I felt I was like I was so happy. I remember when I was like Avery's going to have to run his ass off or something. That's something bad is going to happen to him because. I knew Beard was pissed. You see it right there on TV. I mean, yeah. You see it, so, um, I'm just glad that you weren't close to him because I knew that was damn dude got that. So, but that season, man, mm-hmm. what an amazing season. So, you guys go all the way. Now, you remember in Tulsa, the first two rounds, I was there. So, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I couldn't go down there and see you. Whatever. I mean, you know, but I bet you could hear me from the stands. I was cheering for you. And, and uh, that really has nothing to do with anything because who remembers those two games in Tulsa? I mean, nobody does. Well, you gotta, you gotta win those games. Well, of course, they, they, they yeah. keep moving on. That's true. So, but you, you, you know, I love it because you beat Gonzaga out in California, and uh, in another place that is that is very different than what we. Yeah. <laughs> that was a, out there either. Yeah. That was the first time I had a like a I don't know how you say it, like the acai. Oh yeah. And it's like fluorescent purple. Yeah. And, I still don't know how to say it. They have one, and I don't even know how to say it. And they like hand, it's like in a like a smoothie, and they hand it to me, and you know, my my myself, I'm like, what? Is, like, what is this? Like, I, I it looks it looks weird. Like, yeah, I don't know what it is. Really. From yeah. a guy that eats steak and potatoes, yeah. five nights a week, it's like I don't know about this right here. Yeah. And then I drink it, and I'm like, that's oh, not actually half bad. And they're like, yeah. oh, it's healthy. And I'm like, ah, who cares about that? Yeah. Like, it tastes good. So sure, yeah. So, yeah, out there, you beat the second. You have the final four. Okay. Just give me the brief, because I know you've had to talk about it at nauseum, but, I mean, damn, y'all beat Michigan State. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's that like before the locker room? In the locker room, that nobody would know. It's just you guys, and, you know, what's that like well, before the game? The position we were in, you know, Texas Tech had never been yeah. in that position, in such a high, uh, in a high category of teams, you know, with the Kentuckys, you know, Michigan State, yeah, like all, the guy, the teams that year in and year out build teams, that, yeah. you know, are picked in Vegas. So like that's a final four team, yeah. And that group of guys, it didn't intimidate us. Mm-hmm. It was like, let's roll that ball out there and let's go get it. Oh yeah. And you know, we had nothing to lose. You know, at that time we were, you know, I guess the best team in tech history. You know, we went to furthest, whatever. Yes. I mean, anybody can argue. I'm not saying we were. You can argue it any way you want. No, it is. But, you know, it was just like, hey, roll out there, and we're going to just, you know, show them what we got. Yeah. And, you know, if it, if it it's a it's a coin flip. There's a winner and a loser. It's a 50-50 in the end. Yeah. And, you know, that, that night, it, we, made it, we made it our night. Yeah. That was, I mean, it was such a fun game. Mm-hmm. And, uh. Did I? Sure, I don't know if I did or I didn't, but I know that you know the answer to this. Did I sing all of the words to one shiny moment that night more than once? Yes. I probably did. I probably sent it to you. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Just because, you know, I, I know that song from beginning to end. I think you've heard me sing it before at Christmas or something. But uh, uh, I love college basketball. So I thought, okay. and to have you out there, it was like, you know, it's like my, because, you know, people argue that the 96 team is one of the best Red team. I went to the Sweet 16 in Atlanta. I was going to Tech. And when Tech went to the Sweet 16, after Darvin Ham broke the backboard, me and my roommate, Dallas Grimes, 
we flew to Atlanta. We saved our money and went to Atlanta and watched us get beat by Allen Iverson. So I would say, yeah, that, this is, is a huge moment. And then to go to the national championship, I mean, wow, what a moment, overtime and all that. I know, but, you know, afterwards, you know, you're losing overtime. Were, were you like, was it just devastation in the locker room or was like proud of what you did in the locker room? How does that work? Because, God, what an achievement. But you were so close at the same time. Yeah, so, I mean, you got to – so it was weird because, you know, at that at our age, it's hard to not read the, the articles about us. Yeah. And, you know, oh, yeah. and live in the moment, yeah. you know. And, you know, so we had – and there were, I can't remember what it was, but it was the top two defenses in the country. Yes. Us in Virginia. Right. And they're like, ah, oh, this, you know, all the articles like, this game's going to be so boring, no points scored. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, it's the best defense. Oh, like, yeah. All was, all the, yeah, people were top shit about it. It's going to be boring. It's, it's going to be a defensive down. clinic on both sides. And, I mean, well, they were wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, oh, yeah. I mean, arguably, you know, overtime, yeah. you know, in, in in my head, the first team to 65 was going to win. Right. And if you go back, it wasn't us. Right. Yeah, and I'm not saying right. that, you know, that I knew. Well, I mean, you but, know, probably not as good as anybody, you know. Yeah. So. Well, and, and, let ask you, and let me ask you this, like, like, uh, is, is it like, but I mean, afterwards, you know, yeah. sitting in the locker room, I know it hurts, but. I don't know, I'm just trying to, it, I mean, I know it's bittersweet is the word, but what's that like? Like, I wasn't, nobody was there but you and the guys and the coaches. Yeah, so at first it, it was, you know, at, you know, we were done. And I think for me, personally, that was the hardest thing to kind of wrap your mind around. I was like, we don't have, like, another, another round. Right. You know, it was, it was a Monday night. Yeah. That everybody tries to get to. But, you know, in the end, it was everyone was hugging. Coaches were hugging players. Players were hugging coaches. Mm-hmm. You know, crying. Yeah. So, in the end, you know, that that game, you know, helped J.C. become a lottery pick. Yeah. That helped Norris get his way into the league. Tariq. Tariq yeah. into the league. Matt Mooney into the league. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hindsight, I mean, I don't, a bunch of us still haven't watched that game. I mean, it is, you know, it's, one, it's just one of those things. But in the end, even though we lost, like, it made yeah. it made those guys' basketball career furthermore. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's, and that's, you know, but I think at some point it starts to sting less and you start to become more proud. Oh, you know, for sure. Even as a tech fan, you know, me, um, I, that happened, you know, I think as fans we felt it, but probably not as hard as, like, you know, as a player. As no, yeah, for sure. So let's fast forward to the next season. Okay, the season that never ended, right? And mm-hmm. never, or came to an end, it just never finished, right? Yeah. But we have to go forward. We go back to New York at Madison Square Garden. My favorite place, folks. Yeah, your favorite, New York is your favorite place, but that night, it was your favorite place. Because, okay, and David Collier wanted me to ask you this. Who were we playing, and how do you say the name of that school? Louisville. Louisville, okay. I don't, you can say it two different ways, and um, I was... You say Louisville? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know if it's Louisville or Louisville or Louisville, whatever. But Louisville. Louisville. Who, who gives a shit? Um, but that night, they had this badass dude. What's his name? Their player of the uh, year. Kind of one of the top Jordan players. Jordan Nora. Yeah, okay, Jordan Nora. And everybody's talking about him. 
Dude, if you came into the game, someone was hurt. Who didn't play? Jamon Strange. Jamon Strange didn't play, that's right. So you had to come in, and you ball out. And there's a photograph of you blocking his shot. And I mean, you don't talk about a guy in Lubbock named Uncle Todd going nuts. I mean, you, you going absolute bananas. But, dude, you, and you're going off, you're getting rebounds, you're making shots, you're three-point play, all this stuff. I mean, did that soak into you right then? That this was like unbelievable, ESPN, big money game, whatever. What, what was? I mean, I know you probably don't think about that, but walk me through that moment that night. Yeah. So, you know, before game we have like shoot arounds and mm-hmm. walkthroughs, and we have limited time on the court. But there, there's something about that gym. Yeah. It's it's the mecca. It's the mecca. Yeah, the mecca. It's the mecca. Yeah. And it picks, I, I, you know, people, you know, say whatever they want, but you know, it picks one person every game. Is how I, is how that's I what you've been, yeah. Holy and, shit, that's amazing. Because I get picked Kobe that one night, and he, you know, I think he's I mean, It's like you're playing in that place that that gym picked Kobe. Yeah, that, and you know, and and, uh, and when I got there, my plan wasn't be to be the one to get picked. That wasn't my that wasn't yeah. like my, my strategy going into that game. Yeah. But before the game, Coach Beard came to me and said, Avery, listen, this is the only time Coach Beard's ever asked me to do anything besides <laughs> just play hard. Right. So Avery Jamas up and you're gonna take all these minutes. And I was like, okay coach. And he says, Do you understand what I'm saying? And I said, Yeah, um, holy shit. And I kinda looked at him, he's like, Well, I'll need a couple points from you. Yeah. And I said, Okay coach, like you know, I'm, I wasn't gonna go in there and, and not not play my game, right? But you know, I was I was gonna do my best to do what Coach told me. Yeah, exactly. And you know, we, I mean, I, I can draw the play up for you, you know, <laughs> to this day. With yeah. my, my first bucket, the corner three. Yep. Um, and and then that's a great shot for you. I mean, everybody loves it whenever you get that corner three shot. You feel comfortable shooting that. Yeah. Right? I mean, and that's that's, that's like my layup. That's yeah. okay. Yeah, exactly. And God, I wish it was a layup for me. <laughs> anyway, yeah. And I mean, perfect pass from Kyle Edwards yeah. to the pocket. Yeah. And you know, at that point, you know, it was, it was. I just let it go. Yeah. And then, kind of, you know, it was like a snowball effect. Yeah. I just kept rolling and rolling and rolling, and you know, I, I wasn't, I wasn't hunting points. I wasn't hunting plays. I yeah. was, I was just playing hard. Yeah. And well, okay, but walk me through that block because that's that cat. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's the that's that cat that has all this publicity, and I mean he goes to the rim, and what just were you like I'm gonna throw his shit I'm gonna do it. No, I actually <laughs> I I was so I, I am a decently athletic guy. You don't say. Yeah. But on a court full of full dudes that yeah that I mean could jump over me. Yeah. You know it's it's a I gotta pick and choose my times and. It was just kind of in the moment, rotated down because he was he was driving baseline, and I thought he was I, was, I thought he was going to dunk on me, and I was like, man, I'm either getting dunked on or I'm putting him on the floor. I was like, that's my two options. Right. You know, it's not. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't like maybe to block it. It was. The, yeah. It was either I'm going to get made a full up or I'm going to get a probably a uh, a flag on my flag one foul. <laughs> yeah. It, it wasn't like uh, it's not like I was hunting the dude. Yeah. It wasn't like always oh, hunting based on like I'm taking out. No, right. Right. It was. I'm either gonna try and have him miss and he earn it at the free throw line, yeah. or I'm gonna get dunked on. <laughs> and 
and these are one of those things happen. Yeah, and that, that that was like my two options. And at that time, I was like, well, I, we can't just let him have it. And so I just went down there and jumped up, and he, you know, went to shoot a layup. He wasn't trying to dunk on me. Yeah. From my point of view, I, right. I, you know, it's not like I went back and watched it and see if he tried to dunk on me and I blocked the dunk. Yeah. But I just got a piece of it, and yeah. that that photo was iconic. Well, the the one I had two that game. Yeah. And the one right before halftime. Oh, that was the one. That's what I'm talking about, though. I'm talking about the one right before halftime. No, yeah. That's that photo that was amazing. Yeah. So it was like the the their quick little point guard. Yeah. Um, it was like fast break with a couple seconds left. Yeah. And he, you know, he's coming down the floor, and we're still trying to get back, and you know, he has a wide open layup, and same thing. And I was like, yeah. well, I know I this guy plays at Louisville, starts for Louisville. I assume yeah. that. He's a very athletic guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And same thing. Just kind of jumped up there. And, got it. And oh, yeah. Got it. Oh, man. That's a stuff. Uh, I'll put that on my Instagram page. Also, folks, if you want to email me questions for the show, this is just a good time to take a break right here and say, email me at windowsoftimepodcast at gmail.com. Windowsoftime, T-Y-E. So, I've got a lot of questions. We're going to get to email questions here in a minute. But, you know, that was, uh, I mean, <laughs> that night. After that, you get to Holly Row. I mean, you're, you're going to be on national TV. No, oh, yeah. That's that's when, after, like, when the buzzer sound and, like, you know, Coach Beard, you know, about pops my head off my shoulders with a big <laughs> hug. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, beating on my chest. He's so happy. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh. And, yeah. And everyone is happy. Like, I didn't, you know, I, at the time, like, I didn't really comprehend what I had did. So you really didn't know. Mm-mm. Gotcha. I mean, you didn't know that you were the that you were the player of the game, hero. I mean, you knew you had the game. Yeah, I mean, I realistically, I knew I had I had on the stat sheet performed better than than what I I ever done in college. Mm-hmm. But like in the game, like I wasn't thinking like, ooh, one more rebound, that's four, yeah, five, six, or whatever oh, it was. Shit, you know? See, that's the difference between me and you. Like that's why kids need to look up to you and not me. <laughs> man, I played the first game ever in the Tiger Pit and in high school, the first game ever. And I started, and I, I remember thinking, I'm getting the first points in in this gym. I'm not, I don't care. So, see, like, you're just thinking about doing your job. And I'm thinking, like, and I get the ball, around to shoot it, miss it. And immediately I get my own rebound, it came right back to me because I bricked up the front of the rim. And immediately in my head, I'm like, well, I have the first shot and the first rebound. And then I threw it to our best player, and he made it. And I'm like running back on defense. I'm like, I'm the first shot rebound assist in this gym. And see, that's the difference between a player like you and a player like me. That's why, I mean, you know, it's just like it didn't even dawn on you. For a guy like me, it would have been like, bitch, I'm playing the best game I've ever played in the Mecca against Louisville. I'm out here whooping ass. Look at me. Yeah. And, and, I, knew, and I knew I had played better. And I, and I was, you know, I, I, I was personally excited for myself. But we had just beat number one Louisville. That's all that, yeah. like, was running through my head, yeah. and, uh, oh. and and then our media guy like grabs me, and he's like, hey, Holly Rowe, yeah. you're the interview, Holly Rowe, it's time to you. And I was like, well, crap, like I never, yeah. I'd never had anything like this happen before, and my, you know, my dad to this day makes fun of me because I take off my headband, yeah. and my hair was not as yeah. long as it was now, and we're talking, and you know, it's still loud in there, and I'm trying to hear her, so I'm leaning over, hair's falling, I'm messing with it. And a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. Like, I, I, I initially was nervous. And, oh, I would have been nervous, too. Yeah. And, uh, 
I get through it, had yeah. a lot of fun. Um, and, you know, then they, that's when basically everyone found out that, like, the walk on, worked a job. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And now there's, there's, a, there's a Twitter up of your hair now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, and, and credit to Miss Rowe for that. Yeah. Because she was like, Does your hair, you know, oh, yeah. and I was like, No. And I mean, it took somebody probably 30 seconds and, yeah. and created a Twitter for it. Yeah. Which, so, that's gotta be pretty cool. No, yeah. They need to update their picture. <laughs> <laughs> so, if they're listening, they need to update their picture. Okay. Because the hair is uh, definitely different. Let's talk about the hair real quick. Yes. Okay. What you got here is a plus cut. Oh, yeah. Okay. That, so, half guard with a one on top. Okay. <laughs> it was a go to my whole life. Speaking of. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm the podcast next week will be Manny Romo, who's a proper town, one of the most high energy guys. He, he's familiar with tech basketball. You, yes. You know, you've been well of him. Yeah, yeah, a bunch, or uh, in past, um, yeah. I know quite a few coaches and players. He's a crazy cat. He all have tattoos in common, so we'll get to the tattoos, but let's stick with the hair right now. Uh, but yeah, crew cut, then it went to full mullet. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah. the Arkansas one. Yeah, the Arkansas waterfall. See, and I think, just sidebar real quick, rabbit hole, you got to have a nickname, dude. Why do you not have a great nickname? And I think that could be it because you're from Arkansas. Even though you might not have a mullet right now, but I mean, you are the Arkansas waterfall. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Do you have one? I mean, is there something that, besides AB? Like, no, yeah. Um, there was, There's one that some people know, and it's El Matador. El Matador. Yeah, El Matador. Okay. And like, I don't refer to my, like I, I you don't, you don't, my you nickname don't, is AB. Yeah. Everyone calls yeah. me AB. You don't sign your autograph like yeah. Avery, the L. Matador Benson. Yeah, like, <laughs> that was, you know, that was just, like, that was, yeah. it's something that's sort of relevant, but. Yeah. Oh, well, hell, I like that. Yeah. I mean, and that's, it fits in with tech, so that's yeah. good. So, um, so the hair now, though, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's out of like, so, brother. I mean, yeah. like, even when you came in up here to my apartment, I mean, you never know what it's going to look like when I see you, but then it's like you just got out of the, you just, you just take a shower, yeah, it's still so, wet. Yeah, so you just like out of practice. Yeah, and, and so, I mean, it's, and, and then right before we started, you were like, hold on, man, I've got to put my hair up. I mean, it's a whole deal, and I was like, damn, this is so awesome. Yeah, <laughs> so, you know, I'm a, I'm a boy, I'm a man, and I'm from the country. Hair has never been something that I had to like work into my day <laughs> until one, I got a girlfriend, yeah, and two, I got my mother. And hold on, that is the sound everybody just heard was the hearts of all the girls listening breaking out, out there because I got emails. You do have a girlfriend, yes, yeah, she's a cutie too. So, yeah, I agree. okay, all right, so <laughs> yeah. like every man. Yeah. And I bet Ty can attest, we have like a six in one. It's like hair, face, body, conditioner. <laughs> you can probably use it as shaving cream. You yes. can probably change up. You can put it in your truck and run it with oil. Like, the men's section is all like combo soaps. Yes. It's like four in one, yes. three in ones. Oh, yes. I, yeah. I want to tell you this. During quarantine, I had to go do shopping for my mom. You know? And <laughs> so, no, seriously, she, she's FaceTiming me. I'm in United uh, Market Street. And I'm like, Mom, is this really the shampoo you need me to get? And I'm showing it to her, and and I'm and I'm having my headphones in, but and she's like, Yes. And I'm like, Mom, 
that bottle of shampoo costs $27. Exactly. And I go, I can get you one that does everything for $4.99, one hour old. <laughs> I know that. And she's like, no, that's the one I want. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Oh, it is just so. God bless Julie, though. Oh, Mickey. No, Mickey. Love her. <laughs> awesome, awesome woman. Awesome woman. Yeah, she really is. But yes, you're right. You, we, you just get one bottle that does everything. It does everything. Yeah. And, well, and now I've caved back in. I have a two in one. It's Dove, though. It's not okay. Dial. It's okay. not. Okay. It's not Old Spice. It's it's at least Dove. Okay. Well, look, this transitions into. Um, I got an email from my girls. Uh, I, I I call in this account every day. It's the Beauty Bar in Denver City, but they do a lot of medical stuff. But they emailed me and they said they want to know. It's a beard question, but it's about your beard. Like, what product do you use on your beard? Um, routinely none. Okay. I. I it's, 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 it's the hair, the facial hair took the backseat to the hair. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, I, I let okay. it go. Like I had a mustache and a little, a little soul patch there for a yeah. while. Like shaved it off. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, so there you go. So I trim it. John, I, John Marion and the beauty bar girls. I, love I trim it. That is zero. Say more than like, what kind of bomb do you put on oh, so, like, I, so I do have some for fancy nights like you know I'm out on town with my yeah. girlfriend or whatever I do got a little something to you know keep it tame for the night um gotcha I'm actually it's a it's a brand you know it's like a company yeah, yeah it's called Rogue American they sell it's it's they're actually it's like an ex-military company oh, cool. so yeah. Yeah. but they do like facial products and stuff and they're like beer products not facial Beard products. Yeah, I got some like beer bomb and stuff from them. Uh, well, like, uh, so let's okay. So, but the hair. So now you've got a plan for the hair. Right? I mean, this this shit's it's getting long now. Yeah, and, okay. it's, and it's becoming a hassle. And like women, I I I now applaud you for living a lifelong full of long, like long, long, long hair. Yeah, I, I, um, I can't believe I'm sitting here with Avery Benson, basketball player. Country guy, hunter, fisher, we have all this, you know, talking about, hair. <laughs> talk about hair product and beer product. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I hadn't I haven't cut it since the day after the national championship. Good lord. I got I that was my last like haircut. Yeah. There's been a couple times I got home and my mom's like, I have an appointment for you to oh. get a trim. And I'm like, fine, like I don't want to cut it off the oh. the get like Yeah. You know, you're cutting a half or an inch off, whatever it is. I'm like, I'm going to have to grow it out even longer to get it to where I need to be. She's like, no, it'll grow faster now. I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah, it's been a while since I've even touched my hair. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's been that long since I've cut my hair. Okay. Uh, went through, like, the awkward phase. I, I about caved in a couple times. It was awful. It looked it looked, I looked like a helmet. Like a, <laughs> My dad would call me helmet head. Because it, it looked like it just sat on top of my head. Yeah. And... But now it's like almost an identity nearly. Yeah. It's and getting to that point where it's like, oh shit. I'm going to let a lot of people down, especially my mother and my girlfriend when I cut it. Oh, they gosh. are going to be so sad. So is that something we can expect before the season starts? Like you well, the whole summer? Well, the, I mean, the thing is, to donate it, it has to be a certain length. And I've asked many people what the length is, and I get a different answer every, every time. time. To, to donate. Well, I'm going to tell you right now. Screw that. You don't need to donate to anybody that some cancer child that needs hair. Oh, come on, Ty. Dude, I need it. Give it to me. Shit, man. I need that hair. God dang. Okay, that's terrible to say. But 
Yeah, so you are going to donate. Like, there's that charity that locks of love, I think, is something or whatever. Yeah. So you get a different answer every time. Yeah, and... So the answer is just to keep growing. And I, and I could, and, you know, people want to know, like, how long is your period? I'm like, listen, like, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. But I do know when I go to donate it, it has to be a certain length from a ponytail. In my head, from the beginning... I thought that they could just shave my head. Yeah. And just take it off. I was yeah. like, I'll go, I'll be a bald dude for two weeks and then have the old haircut that I had. Yeah. No, it's not how it works, people. It's not how it works? No, not okay. how it works. It has to be like a certain length and a ponytail. They just, they literally just. Yeah, they do scissors. They just, yeah, scissors right off. Vacuum seal it and send it to whoever you're donating yeah. to. Well, man, that's good to be, though. But that's going to happen sometime. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, and it's been fun, like, I love it because Wu Tang, ODB from Wu Tang Clan, one of their ambassadors said Wu Tang is for the children. And they're not for the children. But Avery Benson is for the children. <laughs> AB is for the children. Yeah. yeah and so, so, like, everyone's told me who I should donate to. It's been, you know, a million more people. Locks Love was one. Wish yeah. for Kids. Um, those are the two off the top of my head right, that right. I remember. Um, well, and, and, and I hope I don't have to do anything with the process. I hope I, the woman that cuts my hair is just, like, we got it for. Yeah, they take it off. Yeah, it's over with, over and done with. Yeah. So, and fix me up. Like, shape it up. You're about to go to Manny to to shape it up. But, uh, so, okay. That's the hair. I do have an email question we're going to get to in a minute about, more about hair. But now let's talk about the ink. Because when you got here, not only did you have a buzz cut, there was no, you were, you were, it was no ink on your body. Yeah. So now, you know, I see you out there on the court, and I mean, Let's let's discuss that. Like that on the left arm. Yeah, so on the left arm, so, I have like an eighty percent sleeve. Okay. So the length was designed on purpose. So if I ever have anything serious, I'm not saying people that are that have hand tattoos can't be professional. Oh yeah, not yeah. whatsoever. But you have to think about that. Yeah, at first. You, yeah. And so you know, if I like in my long sleeve shirt, you can't tell I have any mm-hmm. any. You know, I don't have it down on my wrist or on yeah. my hands one day. I, I think that shit's starting to change a little no, bit. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I mean for people sure. are starting to not, you know, really, I mean, who gives a shit if you have a tattoo? Unless it says, like, you know, F-U-C-K on your knuckle or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, know, yeah, yeah, But, yeah. Yeah, and so, I mean, by the time people I'm old, I'll be covered in tattoos on my hands everywhere. <laughs> eventually. Eventually. Yeah. Okay. But money and time is something that I don't have a lot of. Right. Just right. sit in a tattoo chair. Yeah. But I do when I can. Okay. So, yeah, so, uh, I get to college, so we, we come the summer before, like, our first semester. Yeah. For our workouts, get everything going, and, um, uh, go home, and I'm finally 18. Yeah, oh boy. And yeah. got a little bit of money in my, in my account, and my best friend, who had, like, my, he's a year older than me. He has two sleeves, like he's running the joint. Yeah, I'm like that is it. That's what. Shout out to Raz Autry. Okay, um, Raz Autry, what's up, boy? And yeah. lifelong, or, well, we met yeah. high school, but he's like a lifelong. Bit. Sure. Yeah. And I'm like, dude. So crazy thing, my dad was floating the river. That's not possible. Your dad's floating the river. And he runs into Raz's tattoo artist, and he doesn't know it. Mm-hmm. And my tattoo artist, you know, has his neck done, his chest, oh, yeah. arms. And my dad pulled, is fishing, and there, my, the tattoo artist is, like, floating the river for fun. Yeah. Like, with his family. My dad pulls the boat over, beaches the boat. He's like, hey, man, I got a quick question for you. Like, out of the blue. Yeah. And he's like, hey, who, who does your tattoos? 
And he goes, I do metal. And he's like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, I'm a tattoo shop in Springdale, Arkansas. Um, and he's like, uh, and I own the joint. Yeah. And my dad's like, oh, awesome. So my dad calls me. So your dad's cool with it. He's like, oh, yeah, my dad has an absolute no. Oh, okay. He, he, awesome. a, he got it after I did. Okay. But, yeah. And so, um. My dad calls me, he's like, hey, I just met this tattoo artist, like, he does it himself, and his tattoos are, like, incredible, and he's a phenomenal artist. He goes, his tattoos are incredible, and he did them himself, and I was like, well, what's his name? He said, Adam Goldstein, and I said, dad, I've known him for four years, that's who did it all, Brazos. And <laughs> my dad's like, oh, that's crazy, and I was like, yeah, dad, remember when I was 16, and I tried to get one, and mom said no, and I, and that was who I was going to go to. Yeah. And, um. So I ended up getting the first one under my arm. It says Daniel 317. It's my favorite Bible verse. Gotcha. And then, you know, I have to go all, and I'm very, I'm a very loyal guy. And I like how he did my first one. Mm-hmm. So I, I waited a whole year. And, oh, really? Uh, yeah, because I had gone back to school. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. So it was just the Bible verse right there. Yeah. That's all you had for a while. Yes. Yeah. And, well, and not only that, the next day I had to get my wisdom teeth out. <laughs> And so when when they when, oh, when they when they uh, like get the band to, to like pump yeah. you full of sleep and whatever yeah. anesthesia, yeah, they have to wrap that band around your arm. Yeah. And she went to I was like, whoa, 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 no, don't whoa, don't you can't do that. that hurt. I was like, you just keep poking. Yeah. And I have a fear of needles, people. Yeah. And I'm covering tattoos. It's a different thing. Yeah. It, but, it hurts. It's not that bad. No, I, I'm growing out of that fear. Yeah. But I mean, first try, she. Hits the vein. Oh, nice. Oh, kind of. Yeah. And without, you know, like, yeah. wrapping it up and seeing, like, a vein pop. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, it's funny. Uh, I was in that wisdom teeth chair, and, and they're like, okay, start counting back down from 100. Yeah. I got to, like, 89. And they're, yeah. like, looking at me, because usually you get to, like, 97 or whatever. Yeah. And then I start getting loopy. Yeah. And this guy had a very attractive assistant. I was like, hey, oh. single. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, I can tell, like, I'm trying to stay awake so I can have this conversation with her. And, uh... Hell, not a door, baby! <laughs> and so... Finally, I pass out. And, um... Don't worry, babe. I did yeah. not get a number or anything. Um, so... And I pass out and get my wisdom teeth out. Hated that whole deal. Yeah. Um... What's up with tattoos? Yeah, so, so tattoos. So, yeah, so, I mean, but like, so you get the one, but then... It's like, addictive. You have like a... What, what is the guy on your your, your left shoulder? Like, there's a guy with it's guns. It's a cowboy. Yes, cowboy with guns. Yeah, yeah, so when I was a kid, yeah, I didn't understand, like, really... Because, like, you know, I grew up like, with TV on SpongeBob and stuff. Yeah. That's what I'd watch. Yeah. I go to my grandparents' house, and it's all John Wayne movies. Yeah, like, John Wayne movies. Yeah, and like, in black and white. Yeah. And I'm like, this TV is off. As a little kid, I didn't appreciate right. the, 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 the good things. No, right? yeah, no, yeah no, I do now. Yeah, I no, love those Yeah, movies. no, Yeah. And so, I growing up, like, this is kind of how, like, I saw my grandpa mm-hmm. on my mom's side. And on my dad's side. Yeah. You know, he still watches old TV. Yeah. John Wayne's. Everything. So, like, I grew to appreciate, like, the old cowboy times. Yeah. You know? And then I got to working on farms and stuff, and yeah. working cows and the whole nine. And I was like, "Well, shoot, I just turned into one, you know, kind of, kind of thing." Yeah. So I got, you know, the cowboy on my shoulder, um, 
And is he, is he like, uh, okay, I can't tell. Well, you were in a long-term show, so I'm with you. But everybody can see him online. Just Google Avery. Yeah. But, like, is it a... Is he, it looks like he's like a coffin with two guns over his well, chest. Well, it's, 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 it's just a gunslinger. Oh, it's a gunslinger. And he's like walking, but yeah, he has like, yeah. he's crossing two pistols. I gotcha. Okay. So you can see yeah, yeah. the gotcha. revolvers. Yeah, yeah that's, see, I only have two. One is a crown on my left shoulder. The toad, baby. And I do it. The toad. <laughs> we are proud members of the toad, baby. All right. <laughs> the only awesome dudes, baby. I'm part of that gang. You know, we're still working on getting you in the gang, uh, Avery. Oh, I need a frog tattoo. Yeah, this is, that's, that's that, that'll be another Excuse episode. Me. Tell, yeah, but uh, so I only have like two, but um, the big crown, and I put man, so it's, it, the church is all decorated and shit. There's like, there, I mean, what what's the like the theme going all the way so, down? So the initial theme that I had, my mom was going to hate me for the rest of my life. It That's was, the theme? Awesome. No, at first, no. So at, at first, the theme was kind of like a dead man walking. He was kind of, yeah, like kind of ghost rider you kind of deal, like, oh, yeah. Hey, cowboy. Yeah. And I loved it. Hell I loved yeah. that idea. Hell yeah. Because, and then, just to let the people know, like, I mean, from the day I met you to now, like, you love Tombstone. Yes. And I, That's why I had a mustache and a soul patch. It'd be like, I'm <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, the, that was the sole purpose. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, so I mean, I stuck. I, I about died on that hill, man. I was gonna yeah. get it. Yeah. And about two days before, I was sitting in the chair for my appointment. My dad finally made me turn the corner and, and create the concept of what I got. So, like all the filling, like the colors and the mm-hmm. design, it's called polka trash. I think I dated a girl one time that was polka trash. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's, I mean, I don't know a better word for her, but whatever. She looked good in the night, and then in the morning it was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so. Yeah, and, you know, it, it's just like a, it's kind of abstract concept. You, yeah. know, you can put any color you want in there. I chose red and black. Yeah. Um, you know, well, it matches everything in my yeah. wardrobe, also. Everything yeah, I have is jeans, yeah. a black shirt, yeah. and maybe a couple reds. Okay. So, well, okay, so now, this is uh, true or false. I don't know the answer to this, but I want the people to know. Do you have a tattoo on your ass? Yes, I do. And look, that sounded bad because I do know the answer to that, but that's not, I mean, your friends of my nephews. Yes, yes, yes. Kennedy. Kennedy. So I've got a picture one night. You're at the tattoo parlor. Yes, and I'm laying on a table with my, my yeah, ass. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and so tell me, you tell the folks at home, all the win, loser, tie uh, fans, if there are any out there, what that tattoo is of. Um, it's a Wrangler patch. Just where it goes. Just right? where it goes. I have a pair of jeans. I have, a pair, I have a pair of Wrangler jeans that I bought from Goodwill for Cotton Fest. Yeah. And when I bought them and when I got home, I cut the Wrangler patch out. Gotcha. And I cut a hole in my underwear. Yeah. And I still have a Wrangler patch yeah. for those pair of jeans. See, what I always think is... It's, it's in the exact spot as a patch would be right on your butt. Yeah. So, what I always love is like uh, every time now I see you playing out there on the court, I'm always like, he's playing in a pair of Wranglers. Every, and I'll die in a pair too. You'll yeah. die in a pair of Wranglers. That's... Awesome too. I love that shit so much, man. That's great. So, 
Perfect. All right, got through some of those things. We're closing in on an hour, so let's get to the email questions. All right? All right. So, first, oh, the beauty bar. We got that one. Okay? Got Chris Miller from uh, Stephenville, Texas. I'm, I'm going to go to Stephenville one day for yeah. LJT. It is, I want to go to the biggest party. Well, he is my big fans of your. I know that. The, I know Chris. So, he emailed us. He, emailed, he says, all right, this is what he says. I'm just, I'm just reading the email. Gonna need to know his opinion of Hey Dudes. I gotta set a pair of Hey Dudes on right now. <laughs> See, he knew he said it. They are a shoe I'm pretty positive he has on in pictures. So you do. Yes, I have and them. You like them. Okay. I love them. Let me see. Hey dudes. Okay, yeah. That's not like I'm they're, like. they're like uh not like loafers, but they're they're like fancy, yeah. still casual loafers. Okay. Awesome. Okay. I'm along the same lines. There you go, C Neil. You got your uh, answer. Mark Youngblood, my boy picked for a podcast. I love him. Where did Avery's sense of style develop from? I think it kind of touched on a little bit, but... Yeah, so... I mean, because you look... You know, you stand out. You know what I mean? Like, especially on the court. I mean, and not because you're white. It's just because you have the long hair. The, the It's just a... You have a unique look. Yeah, but... um, So the hair... You know, I've never had long hair, so I just... I was just like, man, I'm going to do it. And mm-hmm. then I decided, like, I'll donate it. Because if I don't, it's just going to get yeah. soaked up in the trash. Yeah. Um... Off the court style, I've always wore jeans. Um, pretty yeah. much always wore boots. I don't wear basketball shorts as much as I used to, or sweats. My comfortable outfits are right. jeans and t-shirts. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, I mean, and you have yeah. a little chain on. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah I, I got a little. I got a little cross. Yeah, a little bracelet. Little yeah. Copper bracelet. I love it, man. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, also, Mark wants to know is um, what are probably your, some of your favorite spots to eat in LBK here in town. Some George's breakfast out on Fourth Street. Nice, it's great. And Red Zone. I mean, Red Zone. Yeah. yeah, it's the same kind of mom and pop feel. Yeah, great food. Yeah, you, know, you can't go wrong with either one of those places. Right. Um. Yeah, that, it, I think you know what's funny. I think my dad has a big picture of my dad in his college football uniform at one of the Red Zones. Oh yeah, yeah. Nights on slide and yeah. like uh, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, three, yeah, yeah. There's a picture of them up there. So, uh, what shout out to pops. I mean, I love, I mean, any place that serves Tex-Mex, I guess. Yeah, like, yeah. Like Chewies, Fuzzies, yeah. Torchies. Yeah. I mean, I'm the running or no guy. Yeah. Food. I'll eat anything. Sure, absolutely. So, so good steak. We cook out most of the time. Yeah. With the boys. You've never been over at the, the harbor and ate over there, have you? You need anything. Wow, that's back Two, two or three times a week. Yeah. <laughs> Real steaks. The harbor is where Jet and Zyler lived. And that's where you met Jet or Zyler. What's up? Uh, was that the athletic dining hall? How did you meet no. my nephew? Where did you meet my nephew? So we both had mutual friends, and they were going to the harbor. We bought the harbor because every day there's a bunch of cars, and it looks like boats in Florida. That's oh, what we say. That's, so that's, the that's their house. Yeah, 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 it's their house. So I go over there for this birthday party, and my now best friend in love, Craig Ewald, shout out to What's up, Craig? Yeah. Um, we became best friends that moment when I saw him throw a pinch of of uh, Copenhagen Long cut in, and I said, that's my kind of That's your dude. <laughs> and, uh, Man, you'd have loved Jerry King back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, met, and I'd already known Jet through athletics a little bit. Yeah, because you, know, you were in track, right? Yeah, 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 track. yeah. And so, um, it just kind of kept going, like hung out every once yeah. in a while over at the harbor with Haley. Yeah. That was our mutual friend, Haley Harmon. And then it was like, hey, yo, Craig, you seem pretty cool. Like, Let's yeah. go like fish or something. And he's like, yeah. And then I 
Yeah. Fell in love. Because it's kind of, it's more like, kind of rocky. Yeah. It's, it's like a grunge country kind yeah. of. Yeah. Love it. I right. love it. So I'm a big Cole Wetzel guy. Nice. Um, yeah. Local dudes, Mason in the gin line. Phenomenal. You hit them up. Um, they play Blue Light all the time. Love it. Um, Man, see, because like, one of my favorite bands in the world is Lucero. And they're kind of like that. And uh, they're from Memphis. So mm-hmm. they're not far from your neck of the woods. But, and they play in Arkansas a lot. And Zach Buchanan introduced me to him. He ain't my question. This. We'll get to it in a second. But, oh, uh, Lucero, he introduced me to Lucero. And they've become to love it like several times. But the, and I fell in love with them immediately. And the lead singer, Ben Nichols, is a grown-ass dude when he talks like this. He's like, yeah, he's he sings. He has a great song called uh, Drink Till You're Gone. And it's great, man. You know, it's, it, it's good. So... When I saw him the second time in concert here, and he's real approachable, you know, I can talk to him. I went right to talk to him. And I said, uh, so, Ben, I said, how do I explain your music to people when I'm trying to explain y'all's music? How do I explain your music? And, and I never felt like a bigger asshole in my life. He just looked at me and goes, you just rock and roll, man. <laughs> just like that, dude. I mean, that's so like, like, so, a, like, some of these guys, I can text them, they just have to think that, you're right. It's like a rock and roll. It's like a mix of country, grunge, and rock and roll. Yes, yeah. yes. And they live like a a cat, like a cowboy rodeo yeah. style. Like they're yeah. running and gunning, mm-hmm. you know, drinking, mm-hmm. the whole nine. And as a 22 year old dude, that's like that is it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, absolutely, man. But like no doubt. Classic Texas country. I mean George. I mean, he's I guess yeah. I mean, he's one of them. He's not my favorite. Man. Don't hey, don't you ever tell me. Because my least favorite country artist in the world, I don't care what anybody says, I'll fight you. And I don't care. Probably won't fight you, but I won't fight you. I know that. But I hate Alan Jackson. Man, I hate I just can't stand any of his songs. Not even Drive? No. Dude, it just gets on my nerves. Or Chattahoochee. That's the worst song I think I've ever heard. Oh, that's one of the greatest summer jams. Okay. I'm going to get a lot of hate for that. But anyway... What are you listening to today, Corey wants to know? Like, yeah, what, what are you listening to right now? So, you know, kind of the classic deal. Like, I'm not very well-rounded in classic Texas country. Yeah. I apologize. Calm down. I know. I probably know. Yeah. I, I don't know that they're classified Texas, Texas country. country. Right. Like, yeah. classic Texas country. Yeah. Um, but what are you listening to? Like, right now, what do you listen to when you pull up to my, to my house? Well, it's a playlist. Uh, one of my favorites, like, Cody Jeans. Um, like I said, Mason the Gym Line's in there. Yeah, uh, Coetzel, obviously. Uh, one of my very good friends, Grant Gilbert, came out with a couple uh, new songs um, recently. Yeah. Phenomenal singer, even better guy. Cool. See, that's the kind of stuff I like. You know what's funny, man? So uh, one of my best friends in the world, who's a toad, full of toads, Jamie Berryhill. So, and he plays all the time in town. Because uh, speaking of Coetzel, uh, I was watching him play the night at Burger Theory, and we were there. There's a bunch of people there. And he's just playing acoustic. So we'll show we'll show that night. And uh, he goes, all right, anybody want to hear anything? I'll take your class. He's on the microphone. Because he played a lot of stuff. And so, <laughs> I, love the, I love Jamie's attitude because somebody goes, play a little Cole Wetzel. And Jamie, just a man of the people, he goes, Cole Wetzel. Uh, I don't play anything in Cole Wetzel. And it was just like, dude, he doesn't care about it. It is just funny. No, he was just playing, though. Yeah. You know, and uh, I think he ended up, he ended up playing some Cole Wetzel, but. What's cool is that I always video him playing that song he wrote called Arkansas. Because okay. it just reminds me of you, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, uh, he wrote a song, and it's his original song, it's called Arkansas. And I always like, send it to you. You're like, hell yeah, man. I'll snap it to you or something. You're always like, yeah, I love that. 
James Toad, man. Like you, you're already Toad. Yes. James an original man. He's he's the original Toad, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, Coral Snow's like, can we hang out and have a beer someday? Of course. Okay. Um, craziest thing that's happened to you in Lubbock? Mm, that's kind of a tough question. Well, I wasn't here for when we beat Mission State. Yeah, and the couches were burned. Yeah, yeah I like, that was probably the craziest time I've witnessed. Um, yeah. I will say the first time I went to the pool in college at Capstone Colleges. It, it, I mean, it's a college, giant college party. You can't have glass. Obviously, you can't yeah. have weed. Yeah. And both of those are there. And like, I'm not, I'm not like naive. But, like, but, it's, but it's an eye opening. Yeah. And I'm like alone. I'm like, I'm not, I can't be like, oh, where's my mom? You know what I mean? <laughs> and like. And the cops rolled up, and I mean, I was just like, what do I do? Oh, and I remember, like, kind of like an older head dude that was just kind of, like, hanging out in the back. I was like, I, like, you could tell that I was a little green. Yeah. And he was like. You didn't have a little green. You just No, no, no. Green. Yeah, I, I was just young, and, and, and hadn't really yeah. experienced it. He said, yeah. he looked at me and said, hey, drunk? I said, no, sir. Yeah. He said, you high? I said, no, sir. He said, then go back home. I was like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Exactly. <laughs> have you ever had to pull, not necessarily in a legal situation, but like, Anywhere, you understand? Like, hey, man, I play for Tech. No. As that, but as do, do people recognize you? Yes. And then, mm-hmm. oh man, is that cool? Uh, or does it? I, mean, I mean, well, like, yeah, like I love, I, like I would never not love the support, yeah. love the people I get to meet yeah, because yeah. they're fans. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But you know, sometimes being like a kid, like you know, I want to go hang out with the boys. Yeah. Go grab a beer and a burger. Right. And like you know, be you know, talking, talking, and somebody you know, touch me on the shoulder. And I'm not saying you know, don't do it. Like I'm always happy to do it. Right. But it's just kind of like, you know, sometimes I just can't be yeah. Avery Benson. Yeah. I gotta be like Avery Benson. You, you know what I mean? You gotta yeah. be the and, and I have no problem with that. Yeah. You know, you work for the kids. Oh yeah. For the sure. children. <laughs> we discussed. Earlier. And like I would never turn anybody down. I have. Take that back. I had to because of COVID turned down a few people for pictures. Right. But I was able to talk to them. Yeah. And I didn't tell them. It's not like I was just saying, well, you're not being an asshole. asshole. Yeah. 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 That, that was situational. Yeah. But if anyone ever asked me, yeah. I'll be more than happy. Like, it's not like a never, like, uh, you yeah. know. But, you know, sometimes it's just, yeah. like, when it happens repeatedly, put it in the same night, I'm like, man, like, I just wish, like, I could, me and the <laughs> yeah. boys could like just. Like, if you're out, like, a, if you're downtown or on Broadway or something, yeah. I, mean, I bet you get it a lot. Like, it's just like, hey, you know, yeah, the harbor's good, you know, for yeah. you to go there and just be with the dudes. And, yeah, I get that. Okay, um, Andy and Jeremy and Lowe, Andy is, she's, they're two of my best friends, and they get email in, and Jeremy's one of my longest friends, like, longest time friends. He loves tech basketball. He loves tech sports, period. And we love some AB, and this, they have two little girls. They Everybody loves AB. Nobody doesn't love AB, but Andy and Jeremy emailed in, I think it was she says, uh, two questions from the in-laws. Do you, <laughs> this is a good one because I brought this up to you before. Do you ever hear that you look like Cullen Bohannon? I actually watched that show. It was a phenomenal series. Hell on Wheels. Hell on Wheels. Yeah, yes, Hell on Wheels. Um, uh, I have before. I've texted you that before. Yes, you have. You actually said, hey, do you know who this is? I said, yeah, I've seen the show. Yeah. Uh, when I had a buzz I used to have, so along with my buzz cut, I used to have a goatee, not a beard. Right. And if anyone's ever seen Shameless, oh, the big white dude, Kev. Yeah, I love Kevin. Just in the head, like I'm not built like him. How that show was. I, yeah, you do kind of though, resemble him. Yeah, yeah I, I looked exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's a white dude with buzz. What's funny is that Jeremy introduced me to Shameless. Jeremy Inlow, the guy. That, okay, I want to tell you, can I tell you what I think about Shameless? Well, like, 
haven't seen, like, I, I, I got to, like, three seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it, it, and it's not for the faint of heart out there. No. It, it actually makes you feel better about yourself, because those are some of the worst. Situ- like, situ- like, life situations. Yeah, it's all, I mean, it's but, just... But I've said this before, and I'll say it here tonight. So, on that show, part of me, in another life, maybe, I want, I want Frank to be my dad. <laughs> I want Fiona to be my girlfriend. I want um, Kevin to be my best friend. And I want Carl to be my son. <laughs> so, <laughs> show, so, I can't forget Lip. He's, and, he's, he's a character. Well, yeah, Lip is the best. Yeah, so he's, he's good, too. So, um... But so you hear that you look like Cullen Bohannon. Folks, if you have not seen the pictures of Cullen Bohannon, just, just put it, Google it, and put it side by side with Avery Benson. It's kind of like a spirit animal. It really movie. is. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, it really is crazy. It's, it's based like in the old railroad times. He's, he's like an old cowboy. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's a really good show. Oh, yeah. For yeah, sure. So, for sure. Um, their second question was, uh, we're curious how the hair plays into games. Has it ever been an issue? Like, do people ever pull it or use it as a weapon against you? <laughs> no. Um, no, it is, a, like I said earlier, it's a hassle. Um, I still haven't mastered, like, a, a bun yet. Like, it falls out. Um, <laughs> I can, like, we, like, right now, our practices are, like, 45 minutes to an hour long. Yeah. And I'll probably have to do it, like, five times. Oh, yeah. Because I just, I just, like, I don't know the art. Yeah. And it's a lifetime art. Like, women will whip one out, like, whip yeah. it up, and they'll be like, oh, I haven't take this bun out in three days. I'm like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm crazy. I'm like, I, I can't go two minutes without, like, the hair getting back in my face and my hair is still in a bun. I'm like, come it's on. It's because you're using three in one shampoo. <laughs> well, I actually, I actually do now use mane and tail. <laughs> so, well, I don't even know what that is. It's, it's for horses, really. Oh, but okay. It comes in a giant bottle yeah. and it's cheaper. But, like, yeah, I've fallen back in the pit of the Dove two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. <laughs> That's amazing, man. Well, hey, man, look at you. We've sat here for an hour and 17. I've taken up enough of your time. I just want to thank you man, for just coming over. And, and I was a tough time because of all the shit that's going on in your yeah. life. And, and you agreed to sit down with me. And, and uh, you're always welcome back anytime on this podcast, on the Winlands of Top Podcast. For sure. Uh, yeah, for so, sure. Uh, thank you. And, um, man, I just appreciate you. Thanks, and we're proud of you, man. Everybody's proud of you here in Lubbock and proud of the basketball program. It always will be, no matter what. Uh, we'll always be AB fans. You, you gain fans every day. And uh, so, yeah. Uh, oh, I did say I was going to eat about Zach. He did email a question, and he said, Ask AB about the time you got crossed up by a seven year old and you had to give him your shoes. Uh, it was great. Yeah, only. Great kid. Actually, yeah. at dinner that night, I had I had not begun my I hadn't played a lot. Okay. I was still I was still working my way into rotation. We were at dinner and he comes and taps me on the shoulder right in front of his mother. Yeah. That's why. And he tapped me on the shoulder. Yeah, face, yeah. And he goes, Why don't you play? <laughs> and, and I like look at him. And he's like seven, so I'm not yeah. thinking. He has any like, like bad intention on the question. Yeah, you're like, hey, you shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, no, like I'm on the team, like you know, yeah. I just want, you know, I got a bunch of teammates that are really good, like I just, you know, haven't yeah. earned my minutes yet. And he said, I know, but why don't you play? Oh my gosh. And then I like kind of looked, and his mom finally was like, oh my gosh, she's asking why he doesn't play, like yeah. get any minutes. Oh. And she's like, Lincoln, no. Yeah. And then it hits me. I'm like, that little turd right yeah. there. I'm like, I'm like that's, a, that's, a, that's a kid that's going to be yeah. something yeah. one day. 
But yeah, so by the end of the night, yeah. um, he got yeah. you outside of the car or something. Yeah, and I had had a pair of ball shoes in my truck. Yeah, and I was like, hey, let's play a game. I said, you, 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 you yeah, know, you can take these home. And kid, like guys, I, 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 I was, he was one of them. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah there, was, there was no way he wasn't gonna win the game. Yeah, and I was like, hey, we'll play to ten, and you can have nine. And he was like, deal. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, you want those shoes? I know. Yeah. And so we get to the point. I'd only scored like four times. Like we hadn't been playing that long, yeah. and you know I kind of, you know, beat beat his shit a little couple times. Yeah, like dunk on him yeah. and stuff. And he does this like triple spin dribble move. The, the black tornado. <laughs> he, black tornado. He channels his inner black tornado. And he, he lobs one like backwards over his head. Yeah. And I'm like looking at it. Yeah. Like as it goes up, I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> Nothing but net. And he comes up like, you know, he's he's seven, so he's only about four foot. Yeah. He comes up under me, he's like, give me them shoes, give me them shoes. <laughs> See, I'm doing that too, man. Good old Link, dude, he's funny. Oh, man. See, that was another thing. Like, uh, you go watch True Play a lot with me. That's true. You, you would always come up there and watch the game. Oh, I love watching Yeah, he, it was fun watching it. I remember one time, they beat a team or something, and this team, other team, had a really good player. He was their best player. And after the game, we're hanging out. You, me, you know, the family, waiting on Trudy in the locker room. And uh, that kid walks by, and he, I hear him go, I, he was walking with his coach. And he goes, is that Avery Benson? And then he went over there. You know, he said, you wanted to shake your hand and get a picture with you or whatever. But, so I always thought that was cool. But speaking of, like, at Trinity, you got a new teammate coming in. Yeah, you can dunk it. Yeah. Dude, dude he, can hoop. Um, <laughs> he can shoot it, man. There's no doubt about that. I, I don't think I've ever heard or seen a kid have so many 40-point games, I guess. I mean, dude, yeah, he can – you've seen him play enough. Yeah, no, I mean, but I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, he is – he just did He just knows how to play. No, for sure. I mean, credit to his dad. Yeah. He's the head coach over at uh, Lover Christian, yeah. Coach Duncan. Yeah. Uh, great dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, great coach. Yeah, he's yeah. a heck of a kid. Yeah, he's so. a kid. It, it, it's going to be fun watching him play. And, and, uh, but, man, okay. I'm taking up. I've tried to close us down once already. All right, so, Avery, man, really do appreciate it. You'll always be uh, my son. Uncle Ty, man. Yeah. Again, if y'all don't believe him, Avery Benson's saying it himself. This is my Uncle Ty. <laughs> Part of the Toad gang. Yes, sir. The Toad, baby. So, uh, man, I appreciate it. Good luck, man. Take some time off and enjoy yourself this summer a little bit. You know? I got some. I got to get some tattoos. You get some more tattoos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, and uh, let the folks know when you cut that hair off, man. You're welcome back on this podcast anytime, anytime. So uh, much love to you. Much love to your family. The El Matador, the Arkansas Waterfall, Mr. Avery Benson. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, this is the Win Lose or Top podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Follow me on Instagram. Win Lose or Tie. T-Y-E, or email the show, win, lose, or tie podcast at gmail.com. And as I ended every phone call in the 90s, peace.